I am joined today for the full show by vicious, bigot, awful monster Owen Benjamin, a man so terrible that he suggested that we shouldn't shoot little toddlers full of hormones and try to change their biological gender. We will talk about that and more. I'm Michael Knowles, and this is The Michael Knowles Show. Here you are, Owen. I put the big and bigot. I feel like a little child sitting next to you. I feel like a little tiny baby. Do I make you feel safe? Uh, You make me, this is my, (laughs) this is my safe space. I love it. We're now here. I didn't realize, because I watch your videos all the time. I didn't realize that you were a giant man. I'm a giant person. You were a giant person. Yeah, I flew here north of the wall from uh, uh, Game of Thrones. (laughs) I'm a wildling. I breastfed too long. Is that, is that why everyone is so afraid of you? Is that why the lefties are so afraid? They have to censor you, get you off of Twitter, or destroy no, your career? It's cause I got, no, because I, I got approved by too many of them, so now they feel weird about it. You, you, <laughs> I, I actually had forgotten this. For anybody who doesn't know, you made this outrageous point where you suggested we shouldn't shoot up little toddlers full of hormones to change their biological sex. Right. And, and so naturally for that, you lost gigs and your agent, your manager. Exactly. Right. And that makes sense. And it was, it was, it was literally from that exclusively. Like I've been with the same manager and agent for 12 years, but, um, it's all good. It's, it's, it's been a blessing in disguise to be honest with you, because it allowed me to not have to uh, be shamed into being a worse person. Mm. Cause I feel like the left kind of does that where it's almost like, to follow, to like get social approval, you have to pretend to be like a worse human being. Right. <laughs> on set, you have, on, in theaters, you have to toe the line. You've got, before all this happened, before yeah. you kind of blew up on the internet for yeah. having the temerity to say that, you've been in movies, you've been in TV shows, you've been in serious Hollywood. Yeah. What, is, is there any path to success for a conservative in Hollywood? other than keeping your mouth shut? Or do you have to break free and become this internet sensation like you? It, at one point, you could. For, but I think now the government has expanded to a point where it's a joke. Like now the NFL has been politicized. Mm. And it's, it's like, right. there's a great quote, I don't know who said it, but you can, you can avoid, you can ignore politics, but politics won't ignore you. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me. Like, I'm not even this, uh, I never wanted to be this like edgy comic. I just had to fight these battles. I just want to talk about how men and women are different, which now is, of course, hate speech. Right. Th- this is the big issue. I'll see it. I'll go to college campuses. I'll say, what's the big issue for you? Is it abortion or gay marriage? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. No, it is this trans moment, this transgender thing, which affects approximately seven people on planet Earth and that men and women are different. Right. Why, why is that the issue? I think trans fats are a bigger issue. <laughs> It's, they affect it's my life a, a lot joke. more. Yeah. Well, what happens is people uh, people set in motion these crazy ideas, and if they don't commit to it, it all falls apart. Mm. And the trans mm. thing is one of those things that's happening. And and I know a few transsexuals, and most of them are libertarians. Right. Like the, most of them are the don't tread on me people, where it's like, listen, I'm going to do some weird stuff to my own body. <laughs> uh, just don't say anything, and let's just keep going with our lives. Move on. Right. Yeah. Like the LGBT thing, it's it's based on no discrimination, which is a terrifying precedent. Mm. Like I discriminate. I only sleep with my wife. That's called discrimination. I don't eat batteries. I eat bananas. That's discriminating against batteries. So it starts off. It just, the the letters keep getting crazier Mm -hmm. to the point where now they're trying to normalize pedophilia and and the L's are, they should have just knitted sweaters and drove Subarus and forgot about this whole thing. (laughs) That is, that is so true. It's so true. Every point you just made, but especially the discrimination, like 
it, words discriminate, right? When I, when I say one thing, when I have an opinion, I'm discriminating against other things. Exactly. That now, and, and the left discriminates all the time, and they literally discriminate. They kick us off Twitter. They kick us off YouTube. I'm banned permanently from Twitter. You're, yeah, wh- yeah you're, you're actually off of Twitter forever. Apparently, I'm worse than ISIS and Farrakhan. Mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I, I knew that the minute it's I met you. It's hilarious, man. Yeah. That's why it's almost like it's a compliment when the left is like, you're bad. It's almost like the it's an inverse. It's like, mm. oh, I'm good. <laughs> it's that point where they, it's this lie that they've constructed. Exactly. So they've, you know, this whole thing that like little toddlers can choose their sex and we should shoot them full of hormones because you can magically go from one to the other. And they, I think they know it's a lie. They know and it's a lie. So they're just like, you can't, don't you we all have to, we all agree, right? You know, I th- yeah. is it just that they're so aware that this thing is about to crack? Yes, because they can't go back because then everything falls apart and their whole culture is based on social approval. Mm. You know, I think a lot of conservatives and people more on the right, I like to follow that I might be wrong, but I'm not lying. Mm. And this is what I see in more conservatives and libertarians in the world is if you give them information that disproves their point, they get excited. They're like, thank you. I almost yeah. wanted to battle with a dull sword. Yeah, right. You know, That's but right. a leftist, if you give them information, like any anything from Thomas Sowell's books, yeah. uh, if you look at, 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 at uh, the black family before and after the welfare state, they just say, you're bad. Got decimated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's it, there's so many issues like that. Like, look at London now has a higher murder rate than New York City, and they're trying to ban knives. It's, it's, like, about it's a time. joke. It's about time. It's we do time. That, you know, it's time, time to give our coming. guns to Hitler. <laughs> if you haven't, uh, all right, we have to play a little clip of this. Uh, this is one of the great videos on YouTube. It's time to give our guns. Yeah, to shout Hitler. out to the unbearables because they they did a lot of these videos. It's not just me who writes these. 2016 brought the election of Donald J. Trump. Atheist spinster J.K. Rowling prayed that life could be like a computer and we could restart 2016. Sad little person and actor Ben Stiller compared him to a James Bond villain. Schizophrenic warlock Ashley Judd compared him to Adolf Hitler. And millions of people living at home in their late 20s took to the streets. Never before had a nation reacted so viciously against an elected president. Even mustached charlatan Vincente Fox compared him to Adolf Hitler. Mostly false CNN reported story after story about our new Hitlerian government. Confirmed sexual predator Louis C.K. finished masturbating in front of a stranger and then confirmed to Daily News that Trump is, in fact, Adolf Hitler. Insatiable sodomite, heir to the Vanderbilt fortune and possible CIA operative, news reporter, Anderson Cooper reported how truly lonely and angry the White House has become. It's time. Rape apologist and alleged murderer Hillary Clinton begged us to think of our children and submit our constitutional rights. We've had them long enough. It's time we give our guns to Hitler. It's time. It's time to give our guns to Hitler. It's time. It's the cognitive dissonance that bothers me. What, What does, it doesn't, when you do that, though, when you say this is the logic, Donald Trump is literally Hitler, therefore we need to surrender all of our weapons to him. Any rational person can see that doesn't make any sense. Right. And yet, nevertheless, she persisted. They keep going on and yeah. insisting. On, how is that? Uh, they're insane. And here's the thing is I used to like a lot of my uh, friends think that you're going to teach them with logic where it's like, but don't you see now that if 
if you think Twitter's a private company, it can discriminate because it's private. Yeah. What about the, the the gay cakes? You know, and they're like, well, no, that's different. And you're like, oh, you just like it's almost like if you're playing basketball and someone pulls out a gun. <laughs> it's like that's not part of the rules. They're like <laughs> rules are oppression. And you're like, oh, you're just like not a guy I want to hang with. If they did not have double standards, they would have no standards at all. It is this total hypocrisy. Yeah. That in your career now, so you lose your you lose your agent, you lose your manager. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, you don't have to live in L.A. You live in, I believe, the middle of nowhere. It's it's somewhere to me, but go on. <laughs> it's upstate New York. Yeah, the Adirondack Mountains. Does that? Are you happy that that happened? Yeah, I'm just happy because I'm not. I don't regret because I'm not uh, manipulating. So whatever mm. happens is 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 happening. You know, like every decision I've made has been for. Uh, my family, myself, my ethics. And so at this point, whatever comes, comes because I wouldn't want to be one of these people yeah. that it's, it's almost like that uh, Commodus's sister and gladiator. Like if you kiss the ring and you're not into it, you're now just in this golden prison. Right. And right. you see so many of these people like Jimmy Kimmel is hilarious. And you watch him just PETA from the Hunger Games. You know, he cried when a lion got killed by a lion hunter. It, <laughs> this is a guy that used to do hard jokes, you know, and I'm like, I look at this him. This is a and guy it's... in the man show. This was a pretty tough comedian. And now he's, he, I mean, he cries. He cries like, all every the time. Night. It's all he does. And if, if you're a man, men can cry, like after you, you kill your first man. Right, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, the most dangerous game. Yeah, yeah you know, you when cry, you like. gut your enemy, you're allowed to have one tear. <laughs> yeah. But it can't roll down too fast. It's got to hang there for a little bit. Yeah, that's right. That's, after that's after you point. build your first house and make your own person, <laughs> then you can have one little tear. But not, uh, you can't cry about the free market. That's true. <laughs> and, and the tears, they always have to be kind of wistful. You know, yeah. like that stoic wist, not these like, well, what the lion was killed. On, by a lion hunter. By a lion hunter. That vicious monster was killed by a dentist. I think that was more about hating Dennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's a dent- dentophobe, an anti-dentite. He's an anti-dentite, <laughs> and dentists are important. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very... you know they, they they have the highest suicide rate of any job. Is that, that's true. Is that yeah, right? Dentist, I'm gonna yeah. look that up. No, I, that's I, really we, true. Yeah. That, yeah. I, well, I, I guess it sort of makes sense. It's a very it's an unpleasant profession. No one wants to see you. No one wants to see it. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Like every time someone sees you, they're like, "Great, this guy's about to drill into my mouth." He's like. I'm trying to make you live longer. <laughs> it's like, ah. It could, and, it, it could cause heart disease if you don't, I don't, how does that, that doesn't yeah, they're make like, any oh, sense. I'd rather die than have you in my mouth. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'm just going to stick this in. The, and then they just, mm-hmm. they get so sad. That, this brings me it, directly to my next point. Okay. How's that, how's that for a segue? Yeah, I question I, if that's true, but I love your commitment. <laughs> the, I have this thought that conservatives are the only people having fun right now. 100%. They're, they're the only people having fun, and the left is, they can't laugh at anything. I think, I think that's why Jimmy Kimmel has to cry every night. I think they actually cannot laugh. Well, why that's the devil's deal. You know, mm-hmm. you, get, you get the Corvette, you don't get gas in it. That's always how it is, and mm-hmm. that's real. That's as real as anything. Like, you will get the, the fame and the money if you, um, you know, take that devil's deal and, and take a knee, but you will not be able to enjoy it. It becomes mm-hmm. dust. And that's real. You watch it in these people. And uh, classical liberals can still have a good time. But leftists, right. they can't feel joy. All they can feel yeah. is just the soy that they're just chomping <laughs> on. <laughs> Those little soy boys. Yeah, they're, they're just... like eating all this tofurkey, pretending it tastes like turkey. <laughs> and that those big blades in the farmland aren't cutting <laughs> off rabbits' heads. It isn't, yeah. Is, it, is, is the issue maybe they're like... Uh, 
they're suffering from kind of a lack of natural masculinity, so they can't, it's not aggressive enough, it's... Yeah, I mean, they're eating a lot of soy. They're just eating a lot, that's really well, what Well, if is. you don't believe in anything, you just are adrift. And mm -hmm. the hedonic treadmill leads nowhere. It's like we were talking mm -hmm. about before, the, 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 you can, when you get rich, you have the same nightmares, you just wake up on sheets with a higher thread count. <laughs> and your bare buns get pretty used to those pretty fast. That's true. You're talking about bowl and branch sheets. You're of course, talking I'm talking about bowl and branch. They are. Shapiro sold me. Did, he did. It. Oh yeah, yeah. bowl and branch is legit. I yeah. He does. He's really good at that. He's really. He just sells all because those. Because he he personalizes all of his ads. Mm. And that's the key. That's true. You know, my problem with ads in the past, I'm like, buy this. Shapiro's like, listen, I I I have you know I have investments gold. And you're like, oh, I have investments. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. Versus just gold. You know, and you're like, buy my gold. gold. Yeah, buy it's kind of cool. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's enunciated well. Dude's legit. I, I, just wanna, I like Shapiro. I just want to make sure we have enough time before we get to the next movement watches. Oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. Look at that. That's very subtle. We do it very subtly. No, that was perfect. And we, these are great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Leftist Tears Tumblr. Yeah, like as soon as we're done, I'm going to cross it out and put... Louder with Crowder on it. We use those. Those are ashtrays. We use. That's they're hilarious. great ash. They're really good ashtrays. That's really funny. Do you? You talk about men and women a lot. I do. And this is the issue. I like. It occurs to me that men who are like are men, that's good. And women who are women, that's good. And men who behave like women are the worst. Yes. And women who behave like men are the second worst. Yes. What is so offensive about that observation? And why, and why is it so funny now? Like, why is it on, on the internet that blows up, that's all anybody wants to hear about? But in Hollywood, if you make that claim, you're, you're dead to them. Right. Why, why is that the distinction? Well, I, because uh, this whole selling women that, that being a woman is abortion and work, working, it's so obviously false mm -hmm. that it's like empowerment comes from aborting your kid and hitting that cubicle as hard as you can, Diane. What? You know, and my family is so oddly impervious to these attacks because my, my wife is uh, half Mexican with a master's in engineering and a stay-at-home mom by choice. So it's kind of like all the, it's like racist. Oh, oh, well, you know, tied to the oven. Oh, uh, and then you'll see Amy being like, no, I love my husband. I support how hard he works. I love that I can be home with my kid. And, and men like to accomplish tasks. Yeah. We're linear, yeah, you know? Right. And women are really good. And that's one reason why I think we're seeing a lot of the nonsense now is the way society is becoming is how women are with, like, toddlers, which is great for toddlers. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's no one's fault. Keep everyone safe. Stay away from the safe space, away from the, the sockets. But that's not society. You can't structure healthcare around that. You know, I think men are capitalists, women are communists by nature. Mm. Hear me out. Okay. All right. All so right, when you're out and you're seeing like women in a group, the one having the worst time sets the tone. You yeah. know, there's five girls having fun. One girl's like, Brian's here with a new girl. We got to get out of here. And all the girls are like, let's, you know, a unicorn picks him up. And they're like, we're going because she's sad. Men, if it's like, I'm having a bad time. It's like, get out of here, Todd. You're a right. buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> but then the opposite is true where men support greatness where it's like, mm. Man, I, I love the way he talks. Put a camera in front of him. He's the fastest. Make him captain. Women are like, mm. she's the prettiest. Tell everybody she has herpes. <laughs> the tallest nail gets hammered down, my friend. <laughs> it's about is... gathering versus hunting. You're right. That is yeah. true. Yeah, and I forgot about the connection between herpes and communism. That's an, We'll explore that in another well, episode. Well, it's a little sexist to not call it his piece. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, <laughs> these are the kind of jokes I the the make me put the big and bigot. The big and bigot. That is, that should be your new tagline. That should That's be the hilarious. New. So you're in town. You're doing shows. Yeah. So you still you've managed. You still work. Oh yeah. More you, now than ever. More now than ever. You're yeah. more popular now than ever, and it's because you rejected Hollywood. Yeah, and I've always been funny. I just didn't put any work into promoting myself because I always just had development deals. Right. You know, it'd just be like, oh, Warner Brothers has gave me a check so I can just just hang out for another year. <laughs> and now I'm like, I see my family and I know that I don't have, uh, you know, Big Daddy Universal Studios. Right. So I have to be like, all right, I'll I'll let's do some shows. Let's uh, live stream in the mornings. Let's rent out my own theaters. You know, it was before I could just... You know, humans, human ingenuity comes from being lazy. Yeah. You know? It's like, um, that's it. We just didn't want to walk, so we invented the engine. <laughs> you know? It's, and so with me, it's like, oh, you're not going to get money anymore. It's like, well, I guess I'm painted on a corner. I guess I have to take down leftism. I have to, yeah, I have to do something. It's like I Rome to... became an empire defensively. Mm. They're like, stop attacking us or we'll just take more of your land. And they just kept expanding. That's how I feel about the leftists. All I wanted to do is men and women are different jokes. And they're like, that's sexist. And I'm like, all right, let me read some Thomas Sowell and take you all down. This happened to a number of comedians, right? Adam Carolla never said, I'm a conservative. Norm MacDonald says, I'm not a conservative. And they get lumped in because they'll say, they'll say like men and women are different. They'll say very basic facts about yeah, the yeah. world. Do you see, when you talk to comedians, when you talk to other performers, who maybe are not out of the closet as as yeah. a couple of fine looking guys like you and me are. Uh, what is their take on Hollywood? How uh, quiet do they have to be on set? Is it kind of an open secret? It, what's their relationship to Hollywood? Well, how, ma- of them, how many of their, them are there? Well, the ones that are deep in Hollywood without their own careers don't really talk to me anymore. Because mm. it's almost like cult behavior where the way cults operate, which is what Hollywood is becoming, is if you go to the outside world and come back in, they almost see you as an invading species because they know with new information, everyone will leave your cult. And their, and their ratings are tumbling. I'm out selling these people on the road now, people with TV right. shows. And it's just, no one leaves happy. Like you go to some of these shows and you just have this comedian just talking down to you for an hour and then you just leave like bummed out. Just lecturing you. Oh, yeah. They're doing really important comedy. They're doing really socially so important. important. It's so important. It's and, like, and wow. They, and they call me like this crazy, like right wing radical. And I'm like, why? Because I, I, I give props to my mom. <laughs> like this is like, that's why it doesn't affect me at all anymore. Like yeah. this most, re- the thing that got me kicked off Twitter was, uh, you know, I'm not going to say exactly the words, even though you could say it on CBS, but I was basically saying David Hogg, the fact he hasn't matured, <laughs> Uh, he can't tell grown men what guns were allowed to own, right. which is a very valid point. And all these leftists just attacked me uh, like unfairly, but I was laughing because right. any it's almost like dog whistling to logical people. Mm. Like the more they're mm. they're retweeting me and people being like, oh, this Ellen Benjamin fellow is pretty funny. And they're like, look at this. And then like, more oh, yeah, people no, just keep terrible. coming yeah, to me because so many people are suffocating out there. It's this quiet desperation of leftism in academia uh, with HR and um, corporate America, yeah, and and they're just dying to like have somebody just at least say that there are four lights. I, I think it's why <laughs> Trump got elected. I think hundred percent was the a reason. cultural battle. That's right. Yeah, because people are they feel so suffocated by yeah, this yeah, tyranny yeah. of political correctness and leftism. They think that guy, that guy just said that men and women are different. He gets my vote for that. Yeah, exactly. They, the, the fact he just goes, um, 
What was that line that did it? The line that did it was when he said, only Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. You've said terrible things. You've called women pigs and fat. Because I called Rosie O'Donnell that. Because that was a double-tiered joke because yeah. people were like, and Rosie is. And also he stood up against that constant male shame that we don't deserve. Right. Like I do a whole bit about how uh, I have no white pride or white shame. The only pride I have is being tall because I had to breastfeed for 30 years. <laughs> you know, but that's, your mother's a saint. She really stuck it out. You, you know, know, I'm still hitting her up, but she's over it. She's 76. She's tired. <laughs> Let's give her a no, rest. No, but the whole thing is, is the lack of white shame makes people call you a bigot. Mm-hmm. There's nothing special about being white, but there's also nothing that evokes shame in me. Right. Because I have a, a two-year-old who's white and he's never owned a slave. So, really? Yeah. Well, that's very progressive. It of is. Him. No, I, I run a pretty tight ship. In that's my house. admirable. You're a good father. So I look at him because I don't know what I deserve in life, really. Mm-hmm. But the innocence of a child, I'm like, if anyone starts telling him that he has to burden that horror, right? I will be very angry. And that's why I own guns <laughs> and gold, birch gold, birch yeah. gold. <laughs> Get more into silver, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, you got to real. I, I was all into Bitcoin. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is pretty much. How are you feeling about Bitcoin? This, I, yeah, not great. Not great? Not it's still great. up. I mean... I, yeah. You know, I, I, I guess it's better than uh, so, some alternatives, you know. It's gold if you have a 180 IQ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, that's the pitch. If you're crazy smart, this is gold. If you're, if you're crazy smart and crazy, then yeah. yeah. yeah get, do you think. If you know what fiat means, not the car, the <laughs> currency, you may like this thing that's no one understands really do you think <laughs> uh on because you you pointed out that trump was making a joke he made another joke he he said uh he was talking about anchor babies he said something about anchor babies and some uh, media guy some reporter says don't you know that's offensive he said what should i say the guy goes oh you know uh future americans <laughs> dreaming whatever trump's looking at him, he goes i think i'm gonna stick with anchor babies that's genius. and it was clearly it was he set it up as a comedian, you're looking at Donald Trump. Is he a trained comedian? Is, does he know the jokes that he's making? Absolutely. He does. Well, and, and to watch people not get the joke is a lot like what's happening in my career, where when he said I could shoot someone and not lose a supporter, he wasn't saying that they're cool with murder. <laughs> he's saying no one in New York likes him. Yeah, right. You know, right. they're all these liberals. He's like, I could take one of them out. They're not going to vote for me. And everyone's like, he could commit murder. And everyone's okay with it. <laughs> And normal people are like, you know, that made me stop making fun of Trump because he was getting hit so hard. Yeah. Because for me, it wasn't about picking a side. It was not being a hack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. You know what I'm like? Why is no one, everyone's making fun of Christianity, but not Islam? Come on, guys. He's on a flying horse. Yeah, that's right. You know? And so the logical approach, when you just see these underserved markets and ideas, Mm -hmm. you're like, wait a minute. So we're making fun of Donald Trump. We get it. It's crazy hair, you know, buffoonish tweets. Uh, Hillary Clinton's a, a a murderer. Yeah. So why don't we make fun of that crazy uh, Lady Macbeth character? You know, out, damn spot out. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't get it. I don't get why Ted Cruz gets hit so hard. I'm like, listen, I get that he's not charismatic, but the guy makes some great points. Yeah. He, oh man. I'm he, starting to get into Ted Cruz. I like what he did with uh, Zuckerberg. With Zuckerberg. That yeah. was amazing. He, yeah, because I'm a free speech guy yeah. and a and a like normal conservative stuff where it's like. Spend less. Right. That's why Trump's bothered me lately with that one spending bill. I'm like, that bill was awful. It was terrible. I know. And and I get the tariff thing. It's almost like an invading species to beat a species. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm all about 
free trade, but right. at the same time, I get the argument. Yeah, it's they're very stealing all of our IP, violating World Trade Organization treaties. Yeah, right. you got to absolutely right. <laughs> With so Cruz, he does this thing with Zuckerberg, oh, and you could it. people forget because we think of these politicians as just cartoon characters, and char- people forget that this guy is a genius. He's and a an genius. Inc- he's an amazing prosecutor, and so he's there. He's leading Zuckerberg on. He said, "Doing this. Why did this guy get fired? Did da 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 da? Did yeah. you ever do this?" And he's just baiting him. It, it's uh, there's a difference, it seems to me, in intelligence between between the left and the right, between our politicians on yep. the left and the right. When it comes to Trump. He, he is very funny. He isn't, he's not the prosecutor. He's this brilliant media guy. Yeah. Do you think his being so funny has anything to do with why left-wing comedians are not funny anymore? Yes, because he's funnier than them. Because he's funnier than they are. So they're kind of mad. It's almost like, uh, you know, your girl dumps you and she starts dating, uh, you or Ben Shapiro, <laughs> one of these studs out there, is, yeah, you know, and you're like, oh no, uh, she has a better life than me now, so I'm going to just become like really mean and weird. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that he's very good at being alpha. Yeah. He's just alpha. He's the guy that, that gets into a room, he's like, all right. And, and there's a certain type of man that just gets so angry at that. And they're starting to be like that with me, and I see it. Yeah. And I don't need their approval because I'm not into food made of soy. You, yeah, you don't because love I value you the small it. amount of hair I have in my chest. I don't have a lot. <laughs> you can't, you, you know? can't afford to lose it. I can't afford to lose any of it. Uh huh. You know, this has taken me years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so any bit of tea I have, I got to hold on with you get, Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Of course. You t- I, had to t- I finally had to take my Rachel Maddow glasses off. Oh, it's yeah, too, so funny. It's too much. Dude, I, the Rachel Maddow comparison <laughs> made me laugh so hard. People it was, think I look like Denzel. D- oh, yeah, I can Washington. see. Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I could, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, with the alpha question, this, this, you see this a lot on the internet. You saw Cassie J did that video. She was going to make this really feminist movie. And then she basically got convinced and she said, men need to act more like men. Why? Yeah. Women pretend that they want really nice, sensitive guys who eat a lot of soy and right. like play acoustic guitar at the party or whatever. Yeah. They don't really like that. No. You get some. They want like, someone with an AR-15. They want someone with an AR-15. <laughs> Why? Like, do they know that? Or is it like, how much is the culture deluding itself? Why is it telling men to behave like these little soy boys when everybody wants men to act like men? Um, I think, I don't know, to be honest with you. I think part of it is this leftist lie of of determinism versus free will, I think has permeated itself to all these nonsense arenas. Mm. I think that the foundation of so much thought is based on a simple lie that now it's it's entering places that you didn't even see coming. Mm. You know, it's just, it's random. It's just almost like our culture has rabies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, wh- part of me thought that people wanted the, the sexes to be the same to sell more stuff. Mm-hmm. Where if you can make women insecure about their bodies and sell them stuff, why not make men insecure about their bodies yeah, and sell right. them stuff? You know, if you can tax men at work, why not tax women at work? You know, because it usually is the most simple uh, solution. Then the, the, the useful idiots, they get pushed to wherever someone wants to make a trillion dollars off some weird thing. But now I don't know because I don't understand it. And I think that's oddly why feminists kind of team up with Islamists. Mm. Because it's like when you suppress nature that hard, they're like, I want, you know, when it's like, men, I want a man to wear a dress just like me. And then they see a dude who like cuts a guy's head off and they're like, whoa. You know, someone turned the temperature up? Right, yeah. It's like when you suppress what you are, it comes back with a vengeance. Mm. Yeah, that... That's so true. It yeah. just, it bubbles out. It get, you get these 
total extremes. You get, you see a lot of polarization that way. Speaking of the Islamists, what do you think the relationship is between God, belief in God and comedy, if there is one? I didn't used to think there was, but now I think it's starting to divide people a lot because if you don't believe in God or at least uh, principles that guide your life, uh, it's so easy to be tricked and pushed down weird paths. Mm. You know, if you don't have some sort of covenant, whatever it is to you, people can trick you with fear a lot easier and yeah. and, and, and uh, social approval. And then people need God in their life, so they'll make it um, uh, CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And it's like CrossFit is everything to me. And you're like, you're being duped. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> it and is then, a cult, yeah. Right. And then people will just start seeing the, the, the government as God, where it's like, okay— yeah. So now the government will uh, dictate good and evil. Uh -huh. That's that's straight up religion at that right. point, and and that's uh, the problem with authoritarianism and socialism and communism because they they melt down all the church bells because yeah. God, you know, Solzhenitsyn said Russia lost God, and that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And and I think that that's a major thing. And it, it's I, I didn't used to think that until recently. Like now I'm starting to really see that where if people are adrift, yeah, you know, a lot of these givens that I grew up with that that everyone knows to protect children, that everyone, you know, like the hashtag me too, I saw it as pound me too, which was very uncomfortable because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what a hashtag was. I'm 37, my man, that's a that's a pound symbol. Yeah, so it's the <laughs> it's the pound me too movement. Very confusing for yeah, that's, me. That's, wow, yeah, yeah, ironic, yeah. ironic. That's actually a queen joke, oddly. <laughs> it feels like it isn't, but it is because that's a pound symbol. It's just a pun, it's just a pun. But it's fine. Enough it's, is enough, pound me too. I'm like, I don't know what a hashtag, is this is very uncomfortable you're gonna me. get me kicked off youtube you're gonna get me you're gonna get me permanently banned from twitter when we put this up just don't mention d h o g like that guy who turned <laughs> that 18 today <laughs> game on baby on that note i've got to say goodbye to facebook and youtube we're gonna be back with more owen for the last 10 minutes, but only for subscribers. That's I'm right. sorry. Subscribe. Come you, on. You got to pay for value in this world. You got to pay for value. Look, we, uh, obviously we're going to get shut down by all the social media sites after this. I need to keep the lights on. I got a wedding coming up, guys. Come Congratulations. on. Congratulations. Thank you very much. That's huge. Go to dailywire.com. It's 10 bucks a month, $100 for an annual membership. You'll get me. You'll get the Andrew Clavin show. you get the Ben Shapiro show, blah, 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 blah. Here it is. Look at this. Go to dailywire.com. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back for the last 10 minutes or so. Right. I want to talk about what happens now that we've lost uh, Facebook and YouTube. Deadwood. They're, they're not willing to pay. What? Let them go. But what happens to us? What happens to right of center people who are in show business or politics once Facebook and YouTube and Twitter just permanently ban us? Seriously, what happens to the careers of right wing people who e ever go in front of a camera? Uh, have you ever seen someone have their shackles removed? <laughs> when someone realized that shackles are nothing but cobwebs and they don't need approval from uh, sociopaths, uh, it's a blast. I, I, I compare it. Don't get me wrong. There's been some hardships with the shamings and whatnot. <laughs> but it's like that scene from uh, Forrest Gump when all the, the ships were wrecked except his. Yeah. When all these people were imploding, being like, enough is enough. We must stop having guns in our house. I'm like, dude, I've seen you asleep on a, like on a homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like you are not an arbiter of morality. You are not, you are not the moral authority. And the authority. fact that I have become like seen as like the more moral family guy is hysterical. 
Right. Because I always consider myself more rebellious, more piratish. Right. But like, I always thought that everyone at least wanted a good life. Uh-huh. You know, that's the thing that I don't understand is people are now taking pride in like an awful existence. Just misery. Yeah. yeah I was telling that to Crowder. I'm like, even like my whole life, I at least thought everyone wanted a family and mm-hmm. to believe in the right things. I even want privilege. I, it's amazing now how privilege is a, a bad privilege. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I own guns. Yeah. That's yeah. a good privilege. Yeah. <laughs> it is so crazy. Now, if you, you, the people say like, you have privilege, you should get rid of that privilege. I, Why would you not want privilege? I definitely want privilege. That's like, you have sandwich privilege, throw it away. It's like <laughs> eating the sandwich. I'm for sure. I'm not even for one Earned second. It. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's the left doesn't like poor people. They hate rich people. Mm. And the way the free market works is if you're not a spiteful person, you realize that it rises all boats. Like, you, grand, you're going to have a small amount of people with an insane amount of money. Right. But that's in nature. That's the Pareto distribution. So yeah. it's like your poor will be much better off in a free market. But the socialist is based around spite. It's Cain versus Abel. Like literally, it's biblical. It's just envy. It's just oh yeah, envy, you're killing. You're failure. killing what you want. You're killing your ideal. Where it's like, right. if someone says that guy's awesome, you have two options. I want to be like him, or I want to kill him. Yeah. And the left says kill, and the and the right says, how do I become like that? How do I become like Dennis Prager? That's right. I want to work hard. Get a fireplace. <laughs> get a fireplace. <laughs> smoke 150 cigars a day. Yeah. They, they do this. I think a lot of it is they hate themselves. The left, so yeah. they hate their culture, they hate themselves, they hate their sex or their race, or they hate all of that. They and a lot of them are rich, and they hate that too. And I, there is a little secret here: rich people are great. Yeah. Rich people have well, been the great right ones. Me. I think it magnifies what you already are. Mm. I think that yeah. if you're if you're a bad person and you're rich, you're like real bad. And if you're a good person, you're rich. You're real good. Mm. It, I think it's almost like soul steroids. Yeah, <laughs> money is just soul yeah, because it's, it's freedom. It's more freedom. And there's certain people that the more freedom they get, the more they're free to be awful. Yeah. And there's other people where the more freedom they get, the more they can build culture and have fun and and do good things and, and have a big family. Yeah, right. exactly. And I think that's all it is. All money is is just another of infinite currencies like time and health and you know time's a currency. Right. Money's just it's almost like bottled time. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> oh, intense, right? That's wow. Whoa, man! Whoa, I just bro. really feel. I don't even smoke yeah. weed. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's oh natural, yeah, my man. But we got a lot of kofefe in these leftist years tumblers. That's here. true. Now, it's more. It's it is soul steroids. It's more freedom. It's more choice. It's more life. If you are not afraid of people, if you just kind of go do what you think, and what are what is everyone so afraid of? Do you, do you? Everyone is so afraid. I'll tell you. What is it? It's it's a lot of people when they get money and success, they can no longer blame anyone but themselves. And when that happens, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. And that's when people become these crazy people. It's when, like, I knew Chelsea Handler and she was really cool and funny. And then you see when people hit a certain point and they realize they can't blame their wall they're hitting and they have the freedom. They realize that there's a burden to wealth. There's a burden to power. There's a burden to rights. Every right comes with a responsibility. And that's what conservatism always drew me about conservatism is there's the weight of that. Like you, you know that free speech comes with the responsibility. Uh, Second Amendment comes with the responsibility of defending your own country. Like these aren't just gifts given from a a, a parent to mm-hmm. a, to a screaming toddler, right. which is what the left is becoming because they don't stand for anything. They just stand for the acquisition of power through um, a new currency of shame. Yeah, you know, like I had relatives fight 
like in the Civil War to end slavery, and I'm supposed to feel some kind of guilt? Like they lined up in a row and just went, slavery's bad, and now I'm the bad guy. It's hilarious. It's just like a, it's a it's a joke. That, that that's absolutely right. I had uh, some Knowles's too. Were in the Civil War. They Good were, for you. They were on the right side. Don't get me wrong. I had a couple on the other side. Yeah, hey, you know, it's it's family drama. Bro, Families family have drama. problems. You know. Yeah, yeah. The point on freedom, where they behave like screaming children. This is a really hard point because uh, John Adams said the American Constitution is for a moral and religious people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upright totally. people who can. If if you can't discipline yourself then a giant government is going to discipline you. Someone has to keep order. Do you see a, a hope on the horizon? Do you think that we'll be able to get a culture that's freer and that can laugh and has hope? And yes. Has, you, you I'll do. tell you why, because my mom's been a little red pill and she's 76. Really? Oh, yeah. Because I've been kind of pushed her in certain points and she's more classical liberal. And now she's becoming like where she's like a all- of the hunt. Yeah, no, she's ready to sack Rome. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, but I see that. I see that the more insane they're getting and the more that they isolate themselves in this little corner, it's it's becoming like when a comedian married to a Hispanic woman who's toured, you know, I like Anne Hathaway, there's a video of her being like, is anyone else here a huge Owen Benjamin fan? You see Martin Scorsese clapping. Like when you got me and I'm now a Nazi, I'm a quarter Jewish, I'm a quarter Jewish Nazi. Yeah, right. I, put, I know I put the big and bigot. You do, you do put the bigot. There's, but if there's I, a lot of room for Nazi in there. You could quarter Jewish and then a lot of Nazi, right? Don't get me wrong, the rest is all Nazi. All. But there's a lot of problems that come with that. Anyway, <laughs> but um, when, when, when I'm not, when Dave Rubin, is out. A, a right. gay guy married to a guy. It's like... Unlike those gay guys married to girls, you know, they're they're doing their civic duty. Dave Rubin, he's all the way He's married to a the, dude. That's right. You gotta, you gotta respect the commitment to that. He that's went true, all but way. he's out now. He's an alt-right. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's a Nazi, according to, like, the New York Times. He's a Jewish dude married to a dude who's a Nazi. The problem with that is then you can't identify actual Nazis. That's true. Yeah. That, this is a real problem. I, 100%, that's a real problem. Because there are racists. And I'm so naive that every now and then someone will be like, I really like your comedy. I'm like, oh, thanks. They're like, yeah, we must we're, secure we're, the existence of the white people. Right, and, and I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> like, guys, you're, you're race socialists. You know, and they're just yeah. as wrong as socialists because it's like you're trying to get credit or some sort of thing for something you didn't earn. Right. It's this lazy, stupid thing. Yeah. And um, I want to be able to identify those guys. And and now that everyone's a Nazi, no one's a Nazi. That's that's exactly right. This is they did this before before the alt right and the Nazi thing. They did it with race, and they say you know like you're a racist. He's a racist. You oh you want to lower taxes? You're a racist. Like you know I actually don't th- judge people on the basis of race. I actually don't think. Me neither, to the point to my own detriment. Yeah. <laughs> Where you almost have to be a racist to be a leftist because you have to think like, race is everything. This is the only thing I can say so I don't get yelled at. Right, that's right. Yeah. But, it, but you know, I think race basically means nothing, but I think totally. culture means everything. Exactly. Culture means Black, so Black, redneck, much. white liberal should be read by every American mm. child. Yeah. Like you literally will see, it, Thomas Sowell just shows you the blueprint of all of it, how culture is everything. Yeah. You know, and, and it's so important, just the habits of cultures, you know, and, and how you can have um, a group of Koreans come here with a mat and a dream and they own three dry cleaners in five years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because of the culture and it's just, and, 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 and you can't label that privilege. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Any privilege. That's yeah, they, work. Like I know that's a dude work. who can barely speak English. He's a great dude. Owns three dry cleaners. <laughs> that's three more dry cleaners than I own. I've yeah, been here my whole life. He works 25 hours a day because they're. 
They figured yeah. out some loophole with the equation. Uh, they, they got yeah. another hour. That was a great. That was a great contribution of the Korean Korean Peninsula. They're legit. That. So you're hopeful for the culture. Hundred percent ho- hopeful. Are you hopeful for Hollywood? No, no, God, no, no. They're done. It's, they're blockbuster, and Netflix is on the scene. Yeah. It's decentralizing. It's, and they're pumping money. Someone's pumping money into it because I think it's a propaganda wing of uh, of some socialist entities. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any, they're not even making Gladiator Braveheart anymore. There's no individual against a corrupt state. Like 300 would never be ma- made now. Now it's like the shape of water in your glass. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so profound how I, nothing matters. It even, really spoke to me. It really, yeah. Even though I love the Hunger Games' books and stuff, it still has a postmodern twist where at the end, no one's right or wrong. Yeah, right. And you're like, right. no, that's not how reality is. If you live an honorable life, even when you're being tortured, you're okay. That's mm. the whole point. And so now that they're making this whole there is no good or evil, it'll all fall. And who and who cares what they think? Nobody watches them. The Oscars ratings were down 20% this year over last year's nine-year low. And most of the people were just doing it to tweet snarky things like me. Like me, yeah. yeah. I literally, I had to watch it. I had. Well, to that get- was when I first got labeled a bigot because no one got the joke. Because I was like, I even tweeted, I go, every time they do a joke against white people, I'm going to do a joke about black people <laughs> and watch them freak out. <laughs> And dude, they they freaked yeah, out so right. hard. I thought everyone was going to high five me like, oh, yeah. so profound, Owen. Look what right. you revealed. And they're like, no, but this is you now. This we think you, this. You're I'm like, racist. Have yeah. you ever read, uh, you know, Jonathan Swift? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what we do. But with them, satire is dead. They've transcended satire. It's why they Because it be reveals funny. the lie. Right. That's why I get obsessed with pejoratives because it reveals the biggest lies. Mm. Because the thing that gets the most flack has the most amount of heat on it. Yeah, right. And one of the biggest ones is the narrative that being black inherently makes you a victim, therefore the welfare state will never go anywhere. And that's why that word has such heat on it because that word unlocks the the soft bigotry of all expectations to the point where the whole thing falls down. Yeah, right. And that's why, but I never have called a black person that. I call Trudeau that. (laughs) And that's what really throws people for a loop. And I call him a snow monkey. (laughs) An ice pack trying to run across the border for our health care. See how that messes with your brain? Because there's no racism in it. But you get that thing where you're like, is this bad? No, he's mocking it. And so that's why uh, one of my buddies said that if you don't have an IQ of at least 110, Mm -hmm. I seem insane. But if you're at all intelligent, it's wicked funny. That and you, by the way, speaking of exposing the big lie, you've exposed that lie with Hollywood, which is keep your mouth shut. Don't deviate. We'll ruin you. We'll ruin your career. And you're bigger than ever. I'm six foot seven, bro. You are still. You think you're, they're gonna call? They, I, dude, I'm a lumberjack, like for real. Like my brother cuts down trees, so whenever I was in hot water, yeah. twenty an hour. Let's chop. Let's do it. Yeah. And so I'm not intimidated by, by uh, Jimmy Kimmel's tears. Yeah. I think <laughs> this is all his Fill tears. Fill them up. Could we uh, get? That's a good vintage, a nice 2018 vintage. Because they have no mm. backbone in person ever. Right. Ever. Right. Like if I walked into the improv or something like that, I'll see people that tweeted that I was human garbage and my wife should leave me literally just look at me and shrink. And it's hysterical. <laughs> they didn't realize how big you are. Bro, I was a heckler at a renaissance fair in high school. Like people <laughs> threw tomatoes in my face and I figured out how to how to like cripple someone's ego. You just yeah. attack what they have pride in, not what they are. Do, do you think on that exact point, conservatives to make it, even in just the common culture right now, corporate environment, whatever, do they need a really thick skin or what is it? How no, do you survive? Liberals need a thick skin because they hate Conservatives themselves. already have it. Yeah. Like if you have a belief system in bad times, you can make it through. You're like, we're suffering right now, but it's all good. Right. A liberal, if they're in bad times, they got to stay away from rope. Mm. 
Like, that's what, yeah, no, seriously. They I'm dead serious. No, it's all real. Because like the left doesn't have a core of its belief. The conservatives have a core. They don't need the thick skin because they have a core of belief. Solzhenitsyn talk about how Christians in a gulag were more free than communists outside. Because if you are, you can take punishment if you have a core. And if you don't, every punishment is just one thing you don't get because you're motivated by uh, uh, the hedonic treadmill. And that you can never get enough. Yeah. And that's why you see such like, sexual deviancy and, and insane drug use because and that's ne- just in this studio yeah right bro that's me right this <laughs> is this is pure black tar heroin <laughs> leftist black tar heroin like i'm chasing a hard dragon right now <laughs> and it won't stop until i'm dead i'm gonna go listen to some uh velvet underground as soon as we're done well on that note we gotta let owen go listen to some velvet underground with whatever is in the leftist pure black tar heroin Oh, T- talk you. about a tumble. Talk about a real tumble all the way down. Can I plug some stuff? Yeah, plug everything. Where can everybody find you? Patreon.com slash WDTL. Uh, because if you pay as little as a dollar, it gets rid of all the trolls. And they won't shut you down. Because trolls don't pay. Also, uh, Vimeo.com slash Owen Benjamin. And HugePianist.com for uh, tour dates. Uh, Pittsburgh. Kirkland, there's a bunch of them in there. Just Huge keep, pianist. Pianist, yeah. I'm six, seven, I play classical piano. Yeah, there we go. That and and you're going on tour. You're playing some dates around the country. Yeah, yeah. Always, always doing live. It, it lets right. me know what's real and what isn't. Like, right. see the real people react. Amazing. Definitely <laughs> check Owen out. You got to go to all of that. Go Dude, on I Patreon. love hanging with you, bro. This is yeah. a blast. It's, well, we'll keep going because I, I, I want to finish a little bit of the heroin. Bro, I haven't this slept show, in so. three days. Yeah. This is pure crack cocaine. <laughs> it just keeps changing that. I'm Michael Knowles. Owen is a bigot. This is the Michael (laughs) Knowles Show. I'll see you tomorrow. The Michael Knowles Show is a Daily Wire forward publishing production. Executive producer, Jeremy Boring. Senior producer, Jonathan Hay. Supervising producer, Mathis Glover. Our technical producer is Austin Stevens. Edited by Alex Zingaro. Audio is mixed by Mike Coromina. Hair and makeup is by Jesua Overa. Copyright Forward Publishing 2018.